Welcome to another PA Policy Podcast. I'm your host, Chuck Nichols, with my co-host, Jason Gosman. He's the spokesman for the House Republican Caucus. And Jason, we heard a wonderfully recorded speech yesterday from the governor. His budget address was optimistic at best, one might say. Knowing that it's a negotiating position, it's still a little bit over the top in some people's estimation, including my own. Uh, Can we start by talking about just the outrageous number that he's asking for in spending and and what that means at a time when revenues are down because of a pandemic? Well, let's talk about what what ultimately happened yesterday is that you saw two different visions for the path forward for Pennsylvania. House Republicans uh, continued talking about our vision, which includes building an economic recovery for all Pennsylvanians, bolstered by short term. Uh, economic relief from from COVID-19, which we'll be moving through this week, coupled with working on a long-term solution, which uh, includes ending these endless shutdowns and getting a vaccine in people's arms. We're we're passing legislation to help create that infrastructure. You know, we saw before this pandemic hit, Pennsylvania's economy was the best it was in generations. State revenues weren't a problem. Funding programs and, and doing the things of government weren't a problem because you had more people at work, you had more jobs open, you had people to fill them, you had an economy that was on fire, and the state was able to make its ends meet, no problems. You also heard yesterday Governor Wolf's vision. That vision was higher taxes on the middle class, higher taxes on small businesses, more spending, and more government in your life. The path forward here is not tax increases. It's not more spending. Under the governor's plan, middle class families and suburban Pennsylvania will be paying more in taxes than they are now. Small businesses, which have been unfairly targeted by this governor's economic shutdowns over the last year, will now be paying more in taxes. That's because most small businesses pay the personal income tax, not the corporate tax, which the governor is thankfully talking about lowering, but only doing so if he raises taxes on the middle class. So he wants to couple, again, this is from one of the most liberal governors in America, raising taxes on the middle class while helping out big corporations. That doesn't make much sense to me. We can have a conversation about lowering the CNI, which we should be doing because ours right now is terrible. Helping job growth, helping people that can grow jobs is the way we get this economy back. But we can't do that before we get a vaccine in people's arms, get past this pandemic, help the businesses that need it now, help those who are struggling now so that they can we can bridge the gap to get to a long-term solution. Um, yesterday in the governor's budget address, you didn't hear any word about vaccines, not one. This, again, we, we talked about this last week. Our state's uh, rac- record on vaccine deployment is abysmal. We, we held a hearing this week with the Department of Health. They don't really have many answers about how to get us back to normal, about how to get a vaccine out. They blame the federal government. That's shifting the blame when the responsibility is on them. So, look, House Republicans want to lead here. We are leading. We're getting the National Guard involved in the vaccine deployment. We're providing hundreds of millions of dollars in COVID relief, including a grant program for the hospitality industry. And, you know, we're, we're standing up to these tax increases that the governor wants to level on the middle class in Pennsylvania, suburban Pennsylvania, and small businesses. There is no two ways around this, that there are two stark differences in how uh, to move Pennsylvania forward. The House Republicans want to move us ahead. The governor just wants to put more taxes on people, small businesses, and frankly, put more government in your life. When you look at what he's proposing, it's almost like it's what you would ask for if you wanted to kill small business dead. I mean that in, in when you talk about the tax increases and the, uh, on the middle class, the cuts on big corporate, also the minimum wage hike that he's proposing, which would also include tipped workers, 
it's, it's another thing that's just messing with the people who are basic down-to-earth wage earners and their jobs. What's going on with this minimum wage situation? What's going on with, with the truth about who's actually getting taxed here? Well, let's talk about the minimum wage first, which right now in the middle of a pandemic, while you have small businesses, again, who have been unfairly targeted by this administration's uh, overbroad, confusing and unilateral shutdowns, now to have to uh, increase their cost of doing business when they look to reopen or try to hire more people just doesn't make a lot of common sense. You can have a rational conversation about the idea of raising the minimum wage. And um, certainly that conversation has been ongoing in this country for a while now. You're also seeing corporations and businesses already do that organically because they need people to come back and to work and they need people to fill the jobs that they have open. Uh, we even saw that before the pandemic. So this is something, again, the government's trying to insert itself in that which the private sector is doing already just to make up for competition. Really what, what a minimum wage increase is, is a uh, real wage decrease for middle Pennsylvanians because all of a sudden the amount that they're making all of a sudden becomes worse overnight when you have a minimum wage increase. You have a high school student who's going to be working at a movie theater making $15 an hour when all of a sudden you've had somebody who uh, works a blue-collar job who's had to work their way up in uh, a factory or you know an auto auction place for uh, you know, 10, 15 years who's finally made $15 an hour. Let me tell you, that person that's making $15 an hour now is not going to get a, 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 a raise overnight because the high school student they have coming in part-time gets a wage increase to $15 an hour overnight. Uh, you've, you've just made their, their value less by increasing the value of, frankly, a small segment of the population that makes the minimum wage. A livable wage is necessary for all Pennsylvanians, but again, you don't get that by taxing the middle class. You know, you're taking more money out of people's pockets. You're, you're hampering the ability of small businesses to bring people on board, to provide them with, uh, you know, a good family-sustaining wage, health uh, benefits and, and, and retirement, and all those other things that we associate with a full-time job by increasing the taxes on the workers, by increasing the taxes on the business, and making it more difficult with a higher minimum wage for these businesses to even open back up or to start up again in the first place. Um, you know, these are some of the, the points of the conversation that's often missing in this age of buzzword politics, and we need to make sure that we're having a rational conversation. You know, this week, the House Republicans are once again the adults in the room. We're the ones who are, are bringing the stark reality of what these proposals mean to Pennsylvanians to light. We, we're forging a path ahead by creating an economic recovery for all Pennsylvanians, by protecting our families, and by ensuring that Pennsylvanians have a government they can be proud of. That's what we want to do over the next two years. And again, Pennsylvanians increased our majority because they want to see that. They were tired of this governor's unilateral overbroad actions. They were tired of, of the pie-in-the-sky approach that this governor took that really was a lot of promises and very little action. And they're tired of this tax-and-spend approach that this governor's been having since he was first elected. So this is a, a, you know, a continuation, really, more of the same bad policy out of the, the administration, which, again, has put us not only in a position where he wants to raise taxes in the middle class, but put us near dead last in vaccine deployment, had an abysmal testing regime for COVID-19, four seniors back in nursing homes when they've been tested positive for COVID. And then now recently, I had to have the Secretary of State resign because of a process failure at the most basic level of government to help victims of childhood sexual abuse find justice. This administration can't run the basic functions of government. They have no idea how to help the middle class in Pennsylvania, how to boost our economy, how to get us rolling again and get us things back to normal so that we don't even have to entertain a conversation about raising taxes. Doing so now is ridiculous. It's never the answer. 
Leader, Leader Benninghoff said yesterday, nobody's ever taxed themselves into prosperity. We're not going to be doing that. Obviously, this, this proposal that the governor had is dead on arrival, almost wholesale. You know, we're going to be forging Pennsylvania ahead with real leadership here on, on behalf of, of the people. So. And as you mentioned, it is, it's one of those things that it's, it's just a proposal. And we have a governor who knows that he's dealing with a Republican-led legislature, both House and Senate. Maybe this is just an opening salvo as a negotiating position. Where does the Republican caucus stand as far as overall spending? Do we, do we want to rein in what's going on here? The governor also likes to spend, you know, a little bit more than what we've agreed to, oftentimes just over a couple of months ago. Where do we stand with this and, and how do we move forward and, and, and move a budget that, that can actually be signed into law? Well, we have to live within our means. We have to pair up revenues. Uh, with expenditures. And, you know, we saw during the pandemic, we were able to get a budget done without raising taxes. There's no reason why we shouldn't be able to do that again. And sometimes that takes uh, uh, looking in, in all the corners of government to not only find efficiencies, but find where there's money left over to find uh, how things can be done better. Uh, but again, the the best way to make sure we have enough revenue is to get people back to work, get back to normal, get things moving again. That's the number one solution. We're prioritizing that. That's the only thing we're focused on. We don't want to be taking more money away from Pennsylvanians. We don't want to be hurting small businesses. Uh, we've never been the ones that have taken that position. It's been the governor who's been shutting them down, wants to raise their taxes. The reason that the economy is in such bad shape is because of one person. It's the decisions by Tom Wolf. The House Republicans have been trying to open this economy back up. We've been trying to get us back to business here for, for the last year. And we're the ones now who are going to step in and make sure that vaccines get in people's arms and don't stay on, on Pennsylvania shelves. We need to make sure that everybody stays healthy, everybody gets back to work, everybody gets back to normal, everybody starts supporting their family and living the American dream again, not this pandemic nightmare. This has been the PA Policy Podcast. Tune in for more on PA House Podcasts.